the best young talents in Welsh Rugby back home on the Welsh Rugby Union podcast. Usep Prop Reese Carrier, star at Wales Under-20s level and then picked for last year's Rugby World Cup. Back in Wales with the Blues after a season with Saracens. He spoke to the Welsh press about his return, life in lockdown and what it's like being back with the Blues. Reese, what's your thoughts on coming back to the Blues and why have you come back after just a season at Saracens? Obviously with everything that went on at the club this year, uh, or the back end of the, sort of the season last year, that... Um, it sort of made it more inviting for me to come back. I was always coming back anyway in two years' time. But obviously, I've come back a year early. Now I'm happy to be back. I know they've had these issues off the field at Saracens. Why did you go there in the first place? Well, obviously, with all the um, what was going on with Welsh rugby at the time and with the regions not being able to be offered contracts, I just thought it was a great opportunity for me to go away and uh, become a better player. Yeah, and what did you learn up there? Well, it's, it speaks to itself, the players they've produced with the coaches they have and how they train and rubbing shoulders with the likes of obviously the Winnipolers and George Fruits and the Tojes. Uh, it's just made me a better player. Yeah, and who was the biggest help to you up there? Did you like Winnipola, uh, Marco, did he, he's one of the best props in the world. Did he help you a lot or people like Cruz or what happened? Yeah, well, especially with Scrooge, I spoke to Marco a lot, spoke to Vincent Cock a lot. Just getting, because they're such experienced boys and just hearing what they have to hear, what they have to say, sorry. It's just different insights to what I had before sort of thing. Yeah. And what did, what did, can you say anything specifically you learned from them? I can uh, open up the dark arts to you. Yeah. And what did they learn from you? Uh, how to be a good bloke, hopefully. But <laughs> like I said, I wasn't there long, so obviously didn't get back until November from the World Cup. And then beginning of January, I was gone again the Six Nations, and then we were all in lockdown after that. So I only really spent about six weeks training with them, really. Reese, you had a big progression last season with Wales at the World Cup. You played a lot of matches and the Six Nations. How do you feel last, that's gone? Do you feel more at ease now playing internationally? I wouldn't say I, I find it easier. I think it's, it's still a massive challenge every time you step on that pitch. But I have more confidence in myself so that I know I'm good enough to be there now. Whereas before, there was some doubts, but now I, I sort of feel like I am good enough. And coming back to the Blues, they've got some good young props as well. I think that competition could drive you all on? Yeah, exactly. Look, I've grown up with the likes of uh, Kieran Nazarati, Corey Dolchowski, Dylan Lewis, etc. And uh, it's, it's, it'd be good to be back with them training, seeing what they've learned, and I see if I can help them with what I've learned and stuff like that. Just switching tack, what have you, you been doing during lockdown? How difficult has that been, you know, with... Um obviously in lockdown and there being no rugby and no group training? Yeah, obviously it was tough, but you know, we're, we're professional athletes now, so we, we can all keep ourselves fit. We all know what to eat, we all know what to do. So it hasn't been easy, but I think we've all come back a decent neck. You lost a load of weight before the World Cup, so have you been sticking to a diet now then, to a nutrition programme? Yeah, also I've been trying to maintain the weight I was at before the World Cup, obviously with the, the pre-World Cup training and stuff, that was quite intense. So obviously the intensity's dropped a bit. Obviously we're not doing any training during lockdown, but the weight sort of maintained itself, so it's not too bad. Are you looking forward now to finishing the uh, Pro 14 season then with the uh, Blues, hopefully in a few weeks' time? Yeah, it'd be good to get back out of the boys, out on the pitch. Uh, it, it seems like it was only yesterday really, so 
I, I don't think nothing would have changed. So I can't wait to go out there, really. Yeah, what sort of welcome you had off the lads? Well, obviously with COVID regulations, we've only been training in sort of small groups at the moment. So I've only been training with a small group of lads. I've seen a couple of boys as we're going in and out and training. Uh, like I say, it just feels like I haven't left, so. Reese, I just wanted to ask you about the power that, you know, obviously, you know, in the three months that you've been away, you might probably be doing weights, but you have those big sessions, don't you? Players sort of, you know, maintaining that power and weight, especially your position. How have you managed that? And is it something you've got to work on now in the pre-season because you haven't had those uh, sessions in the last four months? It's been quite tough because I was stuck up in London in my flat, so I didn't have any access to any sort of equipment or anything like that. So I was just running on on the park outside my house and just doing bodyweight exercises shit in the flat really that power thing is something to be working on in the, in the pre-season which you would do normally but you know you've had a bit more time off than you might normally have in that department yeah like we, we've it's going to take us a week or two to get back into the swing of things to get back to how we were but i think uh, we got a few weeks out before the games kicks down i don't i don't see why not we can't be in uh prime condition how much have you missed playing uh, you wouldn't believe like, yeah. oh, it's been it's been like the longest three four months ever just not doing anything we used to training four or five days a week for the last five years and then basically i'm getting told like 15 weeks you're not doing anything so it's quite tough how have you kept that sort of you know how have you kept that level and kept yourself not saying as such but in, in sort of in, in good shape being bored helped as well so we i was stuck on my own in my flats for 10 weeks i don't see anyone so just every day got nothing to do so i was just going out for a run doing a session here and there in the house, just ticking over, really. When you left, Reese, I mean, obviously, John Melville was very disappointed that you left for obvious reasons. He had a Wales prop. When you came back or spoke to him, did you have to have a, have a conversation with him in terms of, you know, just to see that everything was OK? Because uh, when you left in sort of that April, he was, you know, very disappointed and publicly. How did you approach that first session with him when you said you were coming back to the Blues? Well, it's handled quite professionally, really. Um, I'll repeat myself, I sort of didn't feel like I'd left. Yeah, it's been such a short amount of time that had a chat with him. Just we ironed out what what happened before and we get on with it sort of thing. You and Corey Hill coming into that front five, you've got people like Dylan Lewis there as well. Uh, an area of you know, strength now for the Blues, do you think that can be? Yeah, obviously with the addition of Corey to the pack this year, it's going to help us massively. Because I think uh, with his line-out abilities and his leadership skills, uh, I think he'll be filling the gap that we needed. And how much are you looking forward to the possibility of a run, just sort of regular regional games, Reese, in terms of starting maybe and getting that under your belt? Because so far you've obviously been with Wales, Saracens, but you know, this is a regular regional run over the end of this season and the following season. Are you looking forward to that aspect of it? Yeah, I just, this will be my first probably proper season as a professional because I, I think I've only played about 30 games, especially for rugby. And I'd say about 80% of those off the bench. So I think it'd be for me, it's just trying to work as hard as I can this year to get as much game time as I can. They say it's a 23 man game, but everybody wants to start, don't they? Yeah, exactly. That's what competition's for. Everybody wants that number one jersey, and sometimes you don't get it for the good of the team, sometimes you haven't worked out that. So I think if, if I get that shirt consistently, um, it'll just show that I'm working hard and playing well. You're coming back with, with no guarantees. How much have you got to show that you're the man? Um, with the experience I had over the summer and the six weeks I've, I'll say six weeks, six, eight weeks I've had with Saracens, 
I think it's made me more confident in, in my own abilities. So I think whereas before I was sort of happy to be on the bench, I think now I'm not going to accept anything less than a start from myself. So that'll mean I just have to push myself even harder. It's one of those things that you've probably learned more about yourself over the last uh, six months than perhaps you ever have done before. Yeah, exactly. I've been put into some strange situations, whether that be in Japan, whether that be in London. I've been away from Cardiff, which is all I've been, which is all I've known, and uh, so I've had to grow up a lot quicker than I thought I would have. So it's been a great experience, and it's been an eye opener to how things in the world actually work. So Japan was a bit odd, I'm sure, but playing in a World Cup at such a young age in such a tough position, that would give you confidence, wouldn't it? Yeah, exactly. Like if you just said to me. 12 months ago that I'd be playing in a World Cup semi-final I'd never believed you so so it just shows that if you work hard and put everything into what you want to do then you can get there yeah so progressing through the ranks through Cardiff and the Blues and everything you know what was it like going into that first session at Saracens uh, it, was, it was quite weird because obviously I was, uh, we got back from the World Cup on the Monday and uh, they wanted me in training on the Thursday so I had the day off on a Tuesday, then I had to go and move everything up into my flat on a Wednesday. Didn't really feel like I'd been anywhere, so I was yeah. just like straight in. Team session on the Thursday, fitness, conditioning afterwards, and um, travelling was over that weekend. So it was a tough first couple of weeks trying to learn all their sort of face shape and stuff, but once I got that nailed down, I was all right then. Just sitting down having a meal or a, a chat with someone like uh, Fugipolo or Vincent Con- it, it's priceless, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Especially that they both played in the final together. And they obviously both know what they're doing. So I just having that insight, because obviously Vincent's played in the Super, the Super League as well. So like they've played all across the world against various opponents, but I've obviously only was exposed to really a couple in the World Cup and the Pro 14. So just gaining their knowledge and um, experience is huge for me. The great thing now is you'll be probably... I know it won't be directly opposite, but you'll be going up against them in the future. Hopefully, anyway, I'd like to be given the opportunity. Obviously, yeah. we've, we've had our um, training sessions where it's got a bit tasty, but it'd be nice to see what happened in an actual game. And when you say tasty, how you come to blows? Oh, no, 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 not that bad. Just wait, a few scrums go here or there. You know what it's like. So a young man of your age, 10 weeks on his own in a London flat, but contained, must have been difficult. Yeah, uh, it, it wasn't ideal. I don't, I don't think I saw saw it coming, really. I probably would have moved home in time. Like I said, the UK went into lockdown pretty quickly with no warning, so it's one of those things you just have to put up with it, try and fill up the days, really. What were you cooking yourself? I tried to shop maybe twice a week, but I was just trying all different things out, really, trying to see what I could do, see as I had nothing else to do with my day. So. And playing a bit of cards, obviously. Yeah, trying to play with the boys, but then... We couldn't, so yeah. it was quite tough. I think the PS4 took a battery, so... Yeah. But I guess getting away from, you know, home and mum and dad is, it does make you learn and grow up, doesn't it? Yeah, well, exactly. I don't think I'd ever use a washing machine before, so... Like I said, it's an eye-opener. And you yeah. do everything yourself, like your mum coming around behind you, cleaning up. So, like, keep so you're back home of... now? Yeah, I'm, I'm back home now. I'm moving into uh, a house in a couple of weeks, so... Well, it'll be great to have that independence uh, again. And you yeah. don't want too much of mum's cooking because it can take you all over the place, can't it? I, I don't want to fall into that trap again. 
have you lost a bit of weight because of not being able to put the uh, the weight sessions in, or wh where are you at at the moment? I'm quite lucky. I don't I don't tend to lose as much muscle as most most of the boys. Like yeah. I said, I was doing the bodyweight sessions in my flat, so obviously being quite heavy anyway, that sort of helped with that. And I think I've pretty much maintained my muscle throughout the the uh, lockdown, so I got quite lucky in that aspect. Yeah, I guess the good thing is you won't have lost your speed, will you? Hopefully not. Anyway, I haven't put a pedal to the floor yet. Your point of difference in many ways is your work in the loose and your, your ability to carry the ball. Yeah, that's what I've missed most, really, just getting out there and just running around having fun. That's the best thing about rugby, that every game's different and uh, every game can give you a different challenge and give you a different opportunity. So it's just taking it where you can. But I guess you, you've had to have learned, as you said, some of the dark arts and... Uh, do you feel you're a better prop now for the six-month experience? Yeah, I, de I definitely think going to the World Cup has given me a lot more confidence in, with scrummaging, especially um, in the French game in the quarterfinal. There was a couple of big scrums in that game that sort of helped us maintain and gain possession. So I think giving myself that opportunity and being then coming out on top really has made me a much more confident scrummager. So have you got a cap tally in mind now? I mean, you could get to 100 plus. I just want to get to my ninth first, so that's the main step, but then we'll see from there. Are you used to Pentwin Leisure Centre? Are you close by there? That's where I grew up, so I grew up in yeah. a 30-second walk. For me, it's ideal. I can literally roll out of bed and get to training, but I think some <laughs> of the boys, it's a bit of a trek. So uh, it's, it's a great facility for us. The, the yeah. new gym is really nice. Obviously, we've got the, all, the regulations for COVID, but that's all working well. The boys are sticking to it well as well. So uh, it's going well at the moment. So you'd have gone there as a kid to karate or taekwondo or something like that, would you? Yeah, I, I'd be guilty of saying I used to slide in the pool a bit too much. Or yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Good to have you back. You're looking uh, very fit and strong. So we're looking for big things from you this season. Cheers, mate. How much of an influence was Gethin on you during you know, your time coming through the academy? He would have been a player then, but uh, obviously someone you'll be working with now as well. Yeah, obviously he was um, he was one of a kind really when it came to being the fittest, the most aggressive at the breakdown, sort of all-round prop. And uh, obviously I sat quite close to him in the change room, so speaking to him on a daily basis really helped me. And obviously with him taking up a defensive role at the club, that's probably one of my work-ons, so I think this year especially I'm going to be um, in his office more times than I can imagine really, but um, I'll look forward to it and hopefully gain some of his knowledge. He's one of the best. He's got a pretty unique um, way about him, shall we say, but uh, how, how beneficial is that to youngsters like yourself, That how high he sets those standards? When you've got a bloke of getting standards talking to you and sitting down for one, 1v1, one, you have the utmost respect for someone like that. You listen to every word they say. And so as, as a player to a player, there's nothing better you can get for that. So Because they've been there, they've done it, and especially Gethin. He's been there and done it more times than most. So speaking to him on a one-to-one -one basis will be massive. It's always good to hear from one of the top talents in Welsh rugby and it'll be good to see Rhys Carey back in a Blues jersey and a Wales jersey sometime soon. That's it for this week's Welsh Rugby Union podcast, a chance to hear more from one of the new men at the heart of the WIU next week. But until then, goodbye and stay safe.